famous memory Inaccurate and contradicting images Are now inflicting pain upon my brain As I struggle to remember what I did And who I was I was only five and so because of that My window to the past Is through the movies that we watch together Every day until forever comes at last And that's why this special day is A hallowed holiday for movie lovers Every one of us who say At this movie fest is in my brain and in my bones At this movie fest is in my fingers and my toes It's in the eyes with which I see the screams I got in front of me The aforementioned fingers writing jokes for everyone to read Dad stays home while mom's at work Evil Superman's a jerk Spinning glaives and men to graves No rats playing war games Nick sets valley girls on fire He walks, try to cook and eat A Jedi who's about to use the force To stop the Empire I watch it all unfold From my throne of golden patent leather With my fingers wrapped around my phone Spread the love around Rowing gnomes into a rolling ocean Overflowing with the sound At this movie fest is in my brain and in my bone At this movie fest is in my fingers and my toes It's in the eyes with which I see The screens I got in front of me The aforementioned fingers writing bon mots For everyone, everyone but me to read 1983. <laughs> Movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this show because it is our annual post F This Movie Fest show. Uh, F This Movie Fest 2023, our 12th fest. We're doing this live on Zoom on three different coasts, as Rob has pointed out. Uh, I am joined for this very special podcast by Rob DiCristino. What up? Anthony King. Hey, hey. Adam Thaz. Hey. Adam Risky. Hello. Mark on. Hey, good morning or good evening. Good night. Erica Bromley. Jan B. 
JB. Hello. And returning after too long of an absence, <laughs> it's L.A. Doug. Joe. Yeah, Doug. Hey. Look at this fine young man who just entered. And of course, Charlie Bromley. Charlie Bromley. Charlie, do me a favor, just for the people at home, say yes. thanks for listening to F This Movie. Thanks for listening to F This Movie. Anything. It's the wrong pitch. <laughs> He's Wait. such a man. DiCaprio point. He <laughs> <laughs> did the thing. He did the thing. He did the totally. thing. Oh, here's Robin. Okay. And now we are being joined in just a second. The suspense. The East Coast with Rob. Woo! It's waiting. Rob. A socks hat. <laughs> Will she also be wearing a socks hat? Robin Buckley. <laughs> East Coast represent. Oh, oh God. Yeah, you guys are a little further behind than me, aren't you? <laughs> it's very late. <laughs> not I'm with you, Robin. It's not that late. I mean, it's 1230. Some of us <laughs> are old. It's longest, not even uh, 10. This was our longest <laughs> FS movie fest ever. It's the first one that stretched into a second day. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying what time it is right now because this is my reward for getting up earlier than everyone else on the Zoom. You didn't. You were not up earlier than everyone else. <laughs> John, even though you're on the West Coast, you still had to be first in line. <laughs> but he got a great parking spot, Adam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um adam i'm glad you're joining us how are you feeling um hit or miss but uh i i didn't want to miss this and i'm it, it makes my heart happy to be here so thank you for uh, it makes for, our hearts happy that you are here yeah. yeah um i'm reading some comments now and everybody's happy that robin is here so yeah. Yay. thanks guys <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk about the movies of 1983. Um, I'm echoing somewhere. I know, Mark, you might have to mute. In my heart. Oh, thank you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we watched six movies today. We watched, let me run them down. Uh, we watched, fuck me, uh, War Games. War Games. And then mm-hmm. we watched Superman 3. Oh, good. <laughs> And then we watched Mr. Mom. And then we watched a fourth movie called Rowl. <laughs> and then we watched Valley Girl. And then we watched Return of the Jedi to close things out. Our first time ever showing a Star Wars movie in 12 years of doing F this movie fest. Um, so let's, uh, let's go around the horn and pick uh, everybody's favorite viewing experience of the day we'll start in la and we'll work our way east <laughs> we're here no dead air la you go first what was your favorite viewing experience of the day I liked watching war games with my kids and a PG movie where they drop the word shit several times. We <laughs> <laughs> turn off the subtitles and then driving two hours to Oxnard to watch Return of the Jedi with the bottle area. So it's, it's a win-win. 
<laughs> uh, Charlie went upstairs. I think he went to bed. Um, but he, he said that he really loved war games. So I'm just chiming in for him. Yes. But he's been hacking into NORAD ever since. <laughs> and we are concerned. <laughs> um, the day he brings in Ali Sheedy home, though. I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, Johnny, how about you? Um, of the day, I'd say I enjoyed war games the most because I don't think I've seen war games since I saw it the night it opened. Wow. I'm pretty sure I've only ever seen it one other time. I was surprised by how much I remembered, but I enjoyed it. Plus, I was very wide awake because it was the first <laughs> movie and, the uh, you know, the coffee was coursing through my veins. <laughs> nice. How I about also you? love... No, me. Okay. Um, you, me. Um, I also loved war games. Uh, because I wasn't here yet. It was because <laughs> you weren't here yet. It was because of Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy and their great chemistry. And I love that movie. Um, Crawl was a first time watch for me, so that was fun. And I'm did you like Crawl, Dan. Nope. Uh, did yeah, you like it. I did. I did. I'm wearing my. Live. Yeah. Um, and um, Return of the Jedi is just, I'm a big Star Wars geek, so this is all good. All right. Awesome. Oh, and I love Mr. Mom. I just, all right. I love the mom. Erica, I can't pick. <laughs> I support this. Jan, there was a Blade Runner poster in Superman 3, and I thought of you. Someone pointed that out to me. I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. And a lady turned into a robot, which is kind of <laughs> like that. I absolutely <laughs> caught on to. Yeah. Also, Richard Pryor is in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anthony, how about you, sir? What was uh, a viewing highlight for you? Um, I I think well, Valley Girl is well it's now my favorite movie of 1983 but that was that was the one i was uh most excited about but i really enjoyed tweeting through mr mom um just because i am mr mom (laughs) and uh we've been given daniel epler uh unsolicited parenting advice since he just had a baby and so um you know we were trying to me and uh james coddington trying to take him to school and, and teach him how to be a, a good dad and saying that, yes, this is actually how it is. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed uh, going through that today, but Superman three was fun too. I've never seen a Superman movie and uh, that was really <laughs> fun. To, so <laughs> yeah. To, to, to watch with everybody. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. The, all of the Superman movies are exactly like Superman three. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've seen that one you're good <laughs> <laughs> uh all right more midwesterners uh adam risky how about you i know you didn't get to watch uh, I was all here yeah i was i was here for the most of war games um and some of superman 3 i had i was like popping in and out so because i knew i like was taking a nap during like Mr. Mom and Krull. When you were watching Valley Girl, I started War Games from the beginning and watched it the whole way through. Then I watched Superman 3 the whole way through and I'm like 40 minutes into Mr. Mom right now. 
So tomorrow I will be using the hashtag as I finish crawl and Valley Girl and Return of the Jedi. I will do proof of pizza. I had Marie calendars for dinner tonight, so I don't think that's really proof worthy. um, Proof of pot pie. Yeah, proof proof of uh, mashed potatoes, meatloaf, and corn niblets. Um, Corn um, Corn, corn on the cob was a theme. Yeah, I was most medicated during Superman 3, and I think that's why it's my favorite Superman movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had the time of my life during Superman 3, and then I was like, hey, guys, isn't this great? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you watched this seven hours ago. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Adam Thaw's favorite viewing experience of the day. I think I know the answer. Um, I mean, I absolutely adore uh, Valley Girl. That movie is just so great. But I will say a close second, I loved watching Superman 3 with all of you. Um, I think it played really, really well at the beginning and then just to kind of feel it start to fall apart. Like, that <laughs> movie just apart. Like, yeah, it just like all of a sudden is just this like building falling down and it's it, it's it, in slow motion to watch. Or but uh, I mean, a yeah. castle falling up in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Valley Girl was definitely I I love I love that movie. I loved watching so it. Uh, Bill. Hi. Hi. Favorites. <laughs> I thought I was going to say Valley Girl. That was like a strong contender. And then I got really nostalgic during Star Wars. But then I remember we watched Mr. Mom and I really love that. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you're no. saying it's a six way tie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was super fun. I liked, I really liked that Charlie got to watch war games with us too. Okay, but I have for years said that I had all these feelings for war games and I love war games so much. And I had a suspicion for like probably the past few years that what I really was remembering was Cloak and Dagger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I do love That's war games the one with the edits, right. <laughs> Um, I do love war games, but what I had been remembering from childhood for years, like, like even like in my twenties, I remember having this fuzzy memory, like this movie I really loved is cloak and dagger. So we'll talk about that another time, but everything was great today. And what else? Yeah. Superman three was fun, but really Mr. Mom is like every single beat is so fun and funny. And, um, Valley girl was so great. It does. I really, really, really loved it today. Yeah. Rosalie, how about you? I feel like you know the answer. I do know the answer because I was down here with you. The of the day by far was Superman 3. I had the time of my freaking life. It was so good, you guys. You were the best part of that. You really were. Reaching and clapping and laughing, and it was so good. Um, And Andy asked me during it if I liked it better than the first Superman, and I said yes, and I think it's true. Um, Rosalie has been exposed to red kryptonite. Uh, so that explains... But it's so fun, though. It's <laughs> addictive. It made me really happy. I'm that really glad because, again, that, that was that was one of those that I programmed that I was kind of rolling the dice. I was like, well, this might be fun to tweet through. I don't necessarily love this movie, but I know some people do. Uh, it's not my favorite of the Supermans, but I'm glad that it's yours, and I'm glad that <laughs> yeah. this fest let you discover it. Uh, and it was really fun to tweet through. I mean, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Rob, how about you? Return of the Jedi. 
<laughs> we watched the special edition, but I do want to say real quick, I have the despecialized Blu-rays. I know I'm not supposed to have these, but I do. <laughs> and, yeah, taking down now. And watching watching the Disney Plus version uh, today mm-hmm. made me uh, want to crack this baby tomorrow. Uh, so I have the despecialized Blu-ray. I'm going to watch this tomorrow morning. What is your least favorite of all of the changes? In Jedi? Yeah. The song, Jedi Rocks. Um, <laughs> I, 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 tweeted, I tweeted about how I saw the special edition when I was a kid. The first time I saw Return of the Jedi was in the, the first time I saw the Star Wars movies was in 1997 in the theater for the special editions. I was 11 years old. It's okay. not my fault. <laughs> the reason why the Star Wars movies are so important to me is because I saw them in the theater when I was 11. That's when you're supposed to see Star Wars. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't really feel bad about it. Um, but now that I've seen the original cuts of the movies, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the Jabba's Palace musical number is the one that rubs me the wrongest. The wrongest? I'm an, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an English teacher. I have two English degrees. <laughs> it's Saturday, Rob. You're allowed. It's Saturday. It's, it's Sunday after, for it's Rob. Sunday. Sunday for Rob. Yeah. Um, but the Empire, Empire is the one that's least affected by the special editions, uh, which is because Lucas had the least directorial involvement in that one. Uh, but uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't mind. Nothing in Jedi. Nothing in Jedi drives me crazy the way that like Jabba the Hutt in Star Wars drives me crazy. Um, I think the special, looks so good. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the special edition of Star Wars is. is I'm sorry, A New Hope uh, is is like unwatchable. But um, Jedi's not that bad, and then it's fun. I like the last song. I like the song. I like the song in the special edition better than the. The, the then then no, I'm sorry. It's only because it's what I was raised on. It's what I was raised I... on, and mm-hmm. there's no accounting for that. And I apologize. Okay. I it's like okay. it. I, I like friends. it more because I'm more used to it, and that's just me. Rob, apology not accepted. Bought the stupid, the specialized edition. That's illegal. It is illegal. What you're doing, don't, guys? Don't tell any guys. YouTube, don't tell anybody. I have those. They actually, they're mine aren't illegal because they fell from the sky, and um, it it never occurred to me to watch that version today instead of the special well, edition. Well, technically, they're not illegal because I own the other DVDs, so I'm allowed to have them because I still own. I still bought. I paid Lucasfilm. For the movie. Yeah, you could argue That's that it. they're archive copies and pray exactly. that no one puts them in two players at the same so, time and compares so them. Just keep saying that they're archive copies for my personal use. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Mark, I skipped over you when we were doing the Midwest section, so now you get Hi, to Mark. go. No worries at all. I don't feel... I'm no skipping over. Um... By the way, watching Superman three with Rosalie is incredible because she laughed. She laughed at every single joke, every single joke. So it was amazing. Every thirty seconds, she was laughing. It was fantastic. Um, I think just for me, I'm just kind of echoing probably what a lot of other people had to say. Valley Girl and 
Mr. Mom were first time watches for me. Um, so I think those stick out the most. Um, for the different reasons that everybody said it was just uh, like heartwarming and kind. And I know today, like for the fest, normally we're having like different levels of fun. You know what I mean? Like we have like our ironic level of fun, our like, you know, just kind of poking fun at things or, but I felt like Mr. Mom and Valley Girl were like, they're not like serious movies. I feel like it'd be incorrect to call them that, but they're like taking themselves seriously and what they're trying to present. And so I really appreciated it. I really like, I like didn't know what to expect. Right. Cause it's a first time watch, but those stick out to me. All right. I got to turn back Great. up here. Okay. Uh, Robin, we have come to you. I know you're feeling under the weather, so sorry to put you on the spot, but join us. Yeah. Um, so my favorite watch of the night in terms of just enjoying it was Mr. Mom, uh, because it's hysterical and Michael Keaton is perfect at all times forever. Uh, but my favorite to tweet through is Krull, because I, I feel like that's just kind of my <laughs> type of movie. <laughs> like just that corny fantasy 80s, it, it hits the sweet spot for me and it's the best for making like the kind of ironic jokes that I enjoy for the F is Movie Fest tweeting um before you came on we were we were all raving about your uh joke about the ewoks eating someone leia sized yes. that was brilliant <laughs> but you guys like three tweets of the entire fest <laughs> um yeah crawl is a weird one because it's so like uh it exists only because like Star Wars and Excalibur and Conan the Barbarian were successful. And so it's like, well, what if we did a movie that was all of those? And so <laughs> that's Krull. And Give the I people I, what they want. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I mean, it's like, again, I had said on Twitter and I said on the podcast last week that like Krull needs editing. We don't have to watch every journey in real time. Um, but there's so much cool shit in Crawl, and I wanted a movie that would really represent 1983 in that way because there was a certain kind of sci-fi movie and a certain kind of fantasy movie being made around this time and Crawl is all of them uh, so I'm glad that it played for people you know it did feel the most 83 of the movies like when I was watching it I think in my head, I always thought War Games and Mr. Mom were later. Like they feel, and like even Valley Girl feels like late 80s, early 90s to me in my head. And then like Superman 3 feels 70s and War Games yeah. feels very 83. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump over to the comments here and see what's happening. Uh, we have one vote for Crawl. Uh or Robin is ready to fall asleep. Chris, uh, no, Chris, she's not. Chris Sabalos. Chris Sabalos had a question way up on the list, and he okay. asked about everybody's most surprising rewatch. Very nice, thank you, Ooh. Anthony, for steering this in the right fucking direction. Uh, <laughs> no, <Anthony. laughs> uh, most surprising rewatch for me, at least, was War Games in terms of programming. That was the one that I was the most worried about because it's a little slower and more, I don't want to say serious, but like 
it's not like just a goofy genre movie or a comedy, which tend to be the kinds of movies that I program for these fests. Um, War Games is a little bit more serious, a little more like dialogue driven. Uh, so I was worried about it and we didn't revisit it leading up to the fest, uh, which I did for the other movies. And so I was definitely the most nervous for that, but uh, I thought it played really well. And again, people watching it for the first time seemed to really like it. People watching along who had seen it before seemed like fully engaged. So I was really happy because uh, I was also worried about putting that first, but it was the only movie that could go first. I felt like uh, I, I wasn't going to start with Superman three because uh, <laughs> when Rosalie programs next year, ended <laughs> by Superman three. Superman three. <laughs> we can watch it with a different lens every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch it we with can, no like, lens. Spanish version or something. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Most surprising rewatch. Mine was Return of the Jedi because okay. I've seen that movie once before this. It was a long, long time ago. And I didn't really remember much about it other than Ewoks. <laughs> Unlike some people in this room. <laughs> I don't know who she's talking about. Um, yeah. Well, no. I knew there were Ewoks in it. I just kept confusing the <laughs> I don't even I know. I know, I know. I just had to throw that in there. No, but it was really fun and I really found myself like stopping looking at Twitter to just watch the movie and get really caught up in it. And there were so many things that I was thrilled by that I didn't remember at all. So that was my most surprising. Because I always thought I'm not really a Star Wars person. And this made me think maybe I am. Yes, I, I had this idea that Return of the Jedi is like, well, it's the weakest of the original trilogy. But then watching it today, I was like, oh, my God, I would kill for a movie half this good now. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's really good, even if you think it's like, it did benefit by watching it standalone and not watching A New Hope and Empire before it. Maybe, yeah. Although we did yeah. watch five other movies before. Yeah. No, I, I just bring that up because I know that when I watch like Last Crusade and I'm not watching any of the other ones in the series, it seems amazing. Or like Die Hard with a Vengeance seems better if I'm not watching Die Hard or Die Hard 2. So I think that's kind of a, a, a thing sometimes. Nice. I yeah. feel like we're all kind of primed oh. to want to see Return of the Jedi because there was a little bit of overlap of DNA, I felt like, between the, the two. Someone tweeted about this, and I wish I could remember who it was, but about halfway through the fast, they said they were marveling at the fact, given what some of the stories were in the movies we were watching, that the movies were remarkably free of snark. And the two examples I want to use is Mr. Mom and Valley Girl, which are both light entertainments. But watching Mr. Mom today, I was surprised by how, though there are exaggerations like the washing machine and stuff, that it's honestly trying to tell the story of this thing that was happening to a lot of families in the 80s and actually having the comedy have an undergirding of reality where the wife has some problems on the job and the and the especially the sequence where Michael... Uh, Keaton falls prey to the narcotizing effects of being home with the kids every day. I thought that the movie took itself seriously and the comedy worked better because of that. But the, the biggest surprise was 
in Valley Girl, the scene where Frederick Forrest sits down with Deborah Foreman yeah. and has this conversation with his daughter that's like a marvel of what you hope your relationship with your kids is going to be like because it is delightful and both of them act the shit out of the scene and you're like this could be used in some class on how to be a better parent yeah i thought the conversation between the daughter and the father was narcotizing (laughs) (laughs) um i know you said they were free of snark but you're forgetting the part in jedi when vader throws the emperor down the shaft and then turns to luke and goes well, that happened. Where <laughs> he goes, I love my life. <laughs> um, I just want to say before we move on from Valley Girl, maybe so we'll much of that in modern Girl. movies now. Well, that's everything. Everything yeah. is well that happened. Um, I had said on the podcast, and I tweeted this out, and people were like, "Yeah, good, you should be saying that." But I just want to say it for the record on the podcast the following week, because last week I said my big hot take about Valley Girl was that I thought. Deborah Foreman should have been replaced with one of the friends and watching it today, which was the best Valley girl has ever played for me. Uh, I really liked the Deborah Foreman performance and I was, I was way off on that hot take. So I was wrong. Everybody. Yes. Anthony's clapping for me. No, I'm the only one. Fine. <laughs> which friend did you want? Was it EG Daly? No, I just, I, I wanted to see somebody else in the part, but I take it back. One of the best uh, Q&As I've ever seen with a filmmaker was ages ago at the uh, Film School of the Art Institute. Martha Coolidge showed up and they showed Valley Girl and then she talked to the audience for about an hour and then they showed Real Genius. I was there! And she told the story that when she signed on for Valley Girl, the studio insisted that there'd be two scenes with naked female breasts. And she said, Only no problem, but let me do it <laughs> my way. And uh, watching the film today, I remembered from that long ago Q&A that in the first case, it's E.G. Daly with Tommy, and the scene is not sexy, and the nudity is, is used to show her vulnerability and, and how badly she's hurt by her interaction with Tommy. So it's sort of an intelligent use of that. And what and, a creep he is. And, and how awful he is. And I was like, that's very clever. And that was one of my takeaways. She also talked about how much money they spent and how much time they spent assembling the soundtrack, which of course was never officially released. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other surprising rewatches from anybody? I will just say that I really liked Valley Girl even more. I mean, when I'd, I'd seen it once before and I feel like I just was watching it the first time from like that super 80s lens, just like the way they talk, the way they look, the way they dress, the Valley stereotypes. And then this time I really was into the story and all of the, um, yeah, like John mentioned that scene with the dad and just mm-hmm. everything, the romance, like I was all in for all of that. I really liked it. Um, I, I will say watching Superman three, I think it also has to, it has to do with Rosalie in it. <laughs> like, like I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Well, I'm like enjoying it. I'm like, is this movie better than I remember being? And then Richard Pryor gets up in the army helmet and starts 
And I'm like, oh, God, this movie is exactly how I remember it. <laughs> um, I liked how much the internet hated Tommy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's horrible. Yeah. The correct response to Tommy. I, yeah, I hope, I feel like if young people, younger, much younger than us, or we're watching it today. Would they also hate Tommy? Tell me, yes, they would. But I don't know if I believe that they would. And would her friends try to get her back together with Tommy just because he's popular, even though he's such a creep? Oh my gosh, yeah. They don't seem to care that she dumps him in the beginning. Yeah, it, no. He deserves it. Is the thinking that she will replace him with somebody of equal social stature, and then when she doesn't and goes for Nicolas Cage, they're like, oh, well, she was better he's... off with Tommy, because at least he's cool and popular. Yeah. I always, so watching it this time, I kind of also saw it as in, like, they haven't seen her, like, she's removed from their life. So I, I kind of agree with you there a little bit, Patrick, that, like, they they probably thought it was going to be somebody of equal standing in the school and it was somebody that took them away from her or from them i think that that also had something to do with it yeah i like I how the movie other... uses a movie shorthand that when they first have that altercation during the party we instantly hate tommy because tommy has two of his friends hold Nicolas Cage while he punches him. <laughs> if they wanted to show Tommy as any sort of anything, they would have made that a fair fight. I'm checking the chat for questions right now, but does anybody else have a, a favorite uh, rewatch or a surprising rewatch? I remember that I loved War Games when it came out. But except for Krull, which I'd never seen till today, and Superman 3, which I've only seen a couple of times because I'm not a huge fan of not watching it for F This Movie Fest. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of watching it at F This Movie Fest. But the other movies I'd seen a lot, War Games, I hadn't seen. And I remembered I loved it. But now I'm sure that the reason I loved it was because of the chemistry between Broderick and Sheedy and just how natural they are with each other and how natural they are as high school kids. And I just, I just loved it. And I hadn't seen it for 40 years. And yet the movie is so good that I still remember the ending. Yeah. Oh, me too. The only intelligent decision is the decision not to play yep. that that, that Which was burning the tagline for Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> you burnt, ah, you burnt, Elon. <laughs> so, Patrick, Patrick, can I ask you a question? I, yes. I love asking. I love asking this question. Like, what's a what's a, a film that you like were debating putting in that like didn't make the cut? I love hearing this. There were several. Um, okay. One was Revenge of the Ninja, a canon ninja film that rules, but isn't available to stream or even rent digitally. Uh, I talked about The Man with Two Brains already, which Anthony is upset about. He has been texting me. He's like, why couldn't we watch The Man with Two Brains? Because he's a fan of that movie. And um, 
Strange Brew was one. The McKenzie brothers, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Uh, I would have been happy with that. Yeah, it's a funny movie, but it's also like an hour and 55 minutes and it's a comedy. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to play for two hours. We already have so many long movies in the fest this year. Uh, We had three movies that were two hours or more. So um, those were a couple that had to go. I feel like there were a few others that were on the bubble. Like uh, in the crawl spot, I thought about maybe Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, but I didn't want to type that out. Uh, (laughs) And it's, it's, it offers some of what crawl has to offer, but like, it's a little more boring and low budget and uh crawl is just a better version of that movie. Um, so those were a couple. I have to say that when I hear you talk about like leading up to it, when you start to talk about different ideas or choices, you kind of mention these things. Right. And I'm always like, Oh, maybe that, or that would be interesting, you know? And then now having done all six, I'm like, no, this was perfect. I can't imagine it any other way. And I know that's just like our bias because we just tweeted through all of them and had a great time, but it just seems like they were perfect and nothing could have, could have been different. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. I sweat the line up a lot. So, <laughs> And yet, like, it all comes out great. Yeah, it's, I mean, even when we announced it, some people were like, I don't know, it's kind of a weird grouping of movies because 1983 was kind of a weird year for movies. Um So I really wasn't sure how things were going to go, but uh, everything worked out pretty well, I guess. Based on the tweets, people enjoyed it. Yeah, I I, I think so, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. I don't feel like anything was a total bust. Agreed. You know, I... I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Anthony. (laughs) Well, I I was going to say, I think there was maybe the most grumbling beforehand about Kroll... Uh, yet I, I feel like that one played really well with, and, and I think it was Matt Bledsoe who kept saying like, this is, this looks incredibly good because like I was going in expecting like a piece of shit, like death stalker, uh, <laughs> yeah. no offense, Patrick. I like uh, death stalker too. I don't oh, like death stalker too. Oh, my bad is a, a beg your pardon. Uh, I like death stalker too. <laughs> but you know we went in for a for a peter yates movie and like it or you know it was great looking it looked amazing it was you know what would i say like uh ridiculously long or whatever i text you patrick but other than that it i mean it you know it it wasn't uh it wasn't bad to look at at all it was uh you know it it looked great it was captivating so i think that's probably the one that caught most um participants off guard that it played really well because i know you know some people are like ah, i think i'll sit this one out yeah and if those people actually stuck through it and and to those people that did bow out during kroll neener neener you missed a good time kroll <laughs> <laughs> works because there's a lot of dead spaces to check twitter <laughs> that's not a bad yeah that's a, that's a we were talking about how oh go ahead jan I was just going to say, not every great movie would make a great FTM Fest movie. And that's the hard part you got to figure out, Patrick. Right. That's so true. We were talking about during um, Crawl that you could 
take a full bathroom break and he was still climbing the mountain. Right. <laughs> Mark read uh, while we were watching it, Mark on read that it took so long to make crawl that at one point the, the director, Peter Yates went on a three week vacation. Wow. <laughs> he just left and was like, well, I'm out of here. Uh, um, I assume he's British. Sure. Was anyone else hoping that Gowan would be dancing on the top of the mountain when he got there? Yes. Yeah, I was, really, I was really wishing that the lead's name would be Scott Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> His Thank you. Yes. Um, our daughter Rosie was very disappointed that that was not a part of today. Why was it not? Because it's not scary movie now. I missed it this year. I had COVID during scary movie months. No. <laughs> Because the breaks were so short this anyway. year, we couldn't do anything in between. <laughs> I've never seen, Patrick, I've never seen like a look of panic on your face. And when we were finishing up Valley Girl and you were like, oh God, we, we've got seven minutes. <laughs> like, oh no, oh no. Fair, I also turned off the movie at one point. Wait, can we, yes. talk, can we share for a second that behind the scenes, there were more weird happenings than ever before. So Wi-Fi went out for a little while um i how did he even i mean i called at and whatever you did on the phone fixed i it. think it was just they, you're a hero it was just special it was magic yeah. no it came back and then um what else we, pizza got messed up pizza got messed up yeah messed up but we still ate the shit out of it it was so good yeah um <laughs> so hey, listen, we still got a ton left over though if anybody oh, wants yeah. to. yes send it here that's not even all of it <laughs> The place where we always get pizza, I called him tonight and he's like, no, we, we don't have a delivery driver tonight. Oh, so we could, no. not, we could not feed Doug the good pizza. Oh, stupid Oxnard. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, did, Adam, so did, did he get Marie Callender's pizza? How difficult it is to get pizza here, you would not believe it. All the proofs of pizza from Chicago, I was just like, oh my God, that looks so good. Mm. We went all in Chicago. Scissors. We had Portillo's last night and pizza tonight. So yeah. we're jealous. Um, we also had an issue where at one point, Patrick either sat on the remote or no. What happened? It just all of a sudden. It just display to see. Oh, he was trying to do like a time check or see how much time was left, and instead it just turned off uh, completely. And so yeah, that was a couple minutes, and then we were trying to figure out like at what point in the move how to catch up. Right? We're like we're gonna have to be the one saying like time check. But um, I just kept singing whatever song in Valley Girl it was, and then we got right in. So yeah, it was Johnny. Um, no time checks this year. We 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 had one. Wait, Louie had one because they you know they they were doing the power shedding or load shedding in Cape Town. And oh, they wow. didn't have time to switch over to the laptop when they cut their power. And so that was the only time check that I got. And wow, they okay. caught up like within a minute. So it was They're allowed to ask for anything. They had an amazing <laughs> spread always. They have they had beer cans with special labels. Yes. Yes. Cool. And they are obviously like staying up all it's night. Many of you out yeah. there. They're the oh, only gosh. ones who had proof of dawn. Yeah. <laughs> well, Miko, Miko, uh, uh just tweet tweeted a, a beautiful sunrise picture from wherever yeah. he is in Finland. Right. So that Finland. was, yeah. I mean, and these hair. 
These people are great. I love these people. Okay. So I usually wait to the end, but I just have to do it now because I was so excited to see like people's pictures, where they were tweeting from, um, Alice and Tony from, um, I'm not going to use whether they, they, uh, yeah, I don't know what (laughs) Idaho, right? They're in Idaho. Um, but Alice and Tony, oh my gosh, that was awesome. I love the picture. And so I don't know, should I say everybody's names? I don't even know. No, but Jeremy, Jason and Canada. The Ziocos. No, I have to. And Robin and Margo and Brooklyn. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Margo. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah, no, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiffany and AJ, AJ in, um, I think they're in Texas. Yes, yeah. they're for sure in Texas. Um, uh, and then and somebody from Audie B. Yes, Audie, Audie B. Yeah, in, um, that was awesome in Paris. And really, really Luke and Brittany, I don't know where are you guys, Luke, Luke and Brittany. Chicago, I think. Oh, I don't yeah. Chicago. I don't know. Luke's in Chicago. He is okay. And Luke's Jay, on Endor. And Amanda in Boston. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna be the background. <laughs> Shannon in Ohio. And we have was it Lindsay? Lindsay's in Australia or New Zealand? Yes, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yep. And she said she forgot her dawn pick as well, so uh, she got to see the sunrise. Just as all of us oh, were. Yes. Because... Did Louis Viljean also have proof of prun? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I mean, he he had it. this movie Lager. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, what else? Uh, Valley uh, track amazing. There, there's a, a question up on the list from Dad1153, favorite character of the fest? Oh my gosh. Crawl. Scott, um, <laughs> Scott, Scott Crawl. Scott Crawl. Whopper. I mean, the Whopper. The Whopper. Princess Leia. Yeah, I think Nicolas Cage has to win. No, definitely. Rudy. Randy? Randy. Randy. Randy was the coolest. How could she give him up? They were so cute together in that montage. They were. Were you all singing along? Yes, all the time. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Ron from Mr. Mom. Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say best care. This is this is the movie where Lando Calrissian really shines in my eyes. Okay. He is very awesome in Return of the Jedi. You. I agree with you. Yes. That thing's operational. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That first, the, the first look at Han when he's in the, the disguise in Jabba's palace, I still remember being in the theater and going, yes. Guess somebody <laughs> heard what I did to battle to Neb. <laughs> I was, I was going to say. What did you do, Lando? Who did you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said the F word, but you know he did. I've said it several times already. It's okay. This is this is this movie after dark, baby. No. No. <laughs> you don't wear a cloak like that unless you do. You truly belong up here in the clouds. I know that's a different movie, but still, Oops. I love that Lando line. Not according to Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Doug flies in on his jetpack, throws shade, and flies back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, I had a 
a realization that uh, my uh, I had seen Return of the Jedi probably. I just thought the other day, what movie have I seen the most in my life? And That's I think well. today I realized it was Return of the Jedi. And I remember as a kid, it's obviously the Star Wars of the original trilogy for kids. It's got the Ewoks. It's got the most action sequences. It's got the uh, speeder bikes. And I knew I annoyed the, the Jan and uh, Jan B and JB here because I was quoting <laughs> the, thing the entire time. I was just saying the lines with them at the same time. Um, we were right along there with you. Yeah, but it was... Um, and then, of course, when you not Doug brought this whole play along thing with writer <laughs> and water and a newspaper for his head. I had never seen it before, but he had quips. He had quips that he yelled at the screen. It, there was toast. It was crazy. <laughs> it played really well. I remember um, uh, one of my birthdays, probably a, a, a 10 years ago or so, we watched the original trilogy in your basement, Patrick. And I remember being a fan of Return of the Jedi, but watching Empire right before it. And then watching Return of the Jedi, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this as much anymore. Uh-huh. And watching it today was just a nice realization of that it's it's great for what it is. It maybe it's not Empire. It's not, you know, as as well written, but it's still fun. Definitely. That's why it's perfect Yoda. for my nostalgia block. <laughs> it was your number 10. It was. And your number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a, a question in the chat um sneak peek for next year's year i'm just gonna say it on this podcast even though i've never done this before you have never done this before no and i don't know what the lineup is so don't start guessing oh don't yeah don't no, no, no. don't send him a thousand that will stress him out. Don't send him messages about which a show that will definitely stress him out the 2024 bob took his last stuff and really superman <laughs> <laughs> holy shit is he's it 1945 he's flicking peanuts <laughs> <laughs> I've been pressing for oh, 1939 no, sorry, sorry. forever. Um, next year will be the 30th anniversary of 1994. We've never done 1994, so next year will be 1994. Woo! You've never decided this soon. This is really, really early. <laughs> it's, I thought, Rob, I thought you were going to say this is really, really exciting. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> yes. What if Would we, we all agree that shit just got real? <laughs> real. What if something happens shirt? with like time? Like, what if we all jump back <laughs> in the back right now? What if we go back to the future and then it's oh. not? Yeah. Okay. Patrick, I know you're not taking suggestions, but Macaulay Culkin was in three movies that year. <laughs> uh, good son. No. Think you can fly. Okay. Richie Rich. Getting you with that? Ding. Currently Googling 1994. And- hey. Hey, Master? Yes. Okay. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> no. Uh, there are cars here. They didn't go to the airport. Um, <laughs> Richie Rich? Yes. Thank you, Rosalie. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, Jan and I are going to need the movies eight months in advance because we really want to go uh, ape shit on the fun packs next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I can go full costumes and everything. We're going <laughs> to make everyone a full sheet cake. Wait, wait. You're Actual putting ape movie. shit in the fun packs and you're letting it ape for a year? <laughs> this is like a whole new layer, guys. I don't know. Like, he's never said it so early before. And it's like really exciting. Like, it's like it really exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's on writing about right? I know. <laughs> um, do you know what came out in 1994? What? Hold on. Yes. 
Yeah, great yeah. festival movie. Yeah, let's just tweet yeah. through. Erica, Hoop have Dreams. I ever told you about the <laughs> first time I saw Hoop Dreams? Tell me now. It was at the Inside Woodfield Mall theaters, and Wait. the movie got a lot of hype, so it was very crowded. Mm-hmm. And I went knowing what it was, but no one else in my audience knew what it was. Oh. And at the 90-minute mark, people started to realize this isn't ending anytime soon. <laughs> they haven't fulfilled these hoop dreams. <laughs> and uh, long story short, when it was over, I was the only one left in the theater. No, wow. really? Hand to God. Hand wow. to God. Are you going to hoop, little doggy? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to shoot? Are you gonna... The meme makers right here. Patrick, where does where does uh, where does Police Academy Mission to Moscow fit in? Is that <laughs> so we don't want to start with it. You want to start with it, right? My fidelity. Patrick, where does are... 1994 leave off and 1995 begin? December 31st. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, high fidelity rules are you start with something. And then you got to kick it up a notch. Up a notch. That's Mission to Moscow right there. So <laughs> Superman 3 was kicking it up a notch? Hell yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> you add Richard well. Pryor, the one thing they didn't count on. Adam is muted, but we can hear, I can hear him <laughs> laughing so hard from upstairs in our kitchen. <laughs> Superman 3 could only go second. I stand by this. Now, I feel like a few strong contenders for 94 is right. um, the Winona Ryder's Little Women. I think that would play great. And the American <laughs> Ashley's How the West Was Fought. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, that's your number two spot right there. <laughs> because there's two of them. Uh, We've never had an Olsen Twins movie in the lineup. And there's a good never reason. Never too late. had a Star Wars until this year. That's yeah, true. right. Olsen Twins ever done a Star Wars? Not yet. Not yet. I'm a black market. I think you can get it. Sure. <laughs> I know um, now we have a year of people trying to figure out what the lineup is going to be. I'm not going to even excited in the comments. Of the, are they okay? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's when I heard Adam laughing. It's never what you think it's going to be. Um, I should have. I'm. I. I'll be honest. I'm not going to think about the lineup until about a week before we have to announce it. <laughs> I can vouch for that, but it's going to drive me crazy because, like, once a week I'll be like, "Let's think about it," and he will not know until it's. Well, the best, the best writing advice of all time, the best uh, writing advice, organizing or uh, grouping advice ever, is comes from Don Draper, and it is, think very deeply about it, and then forget it. And an idea will pop up in your face. And, and that's what's going to happen. The question is, always never forget to check your references. That's right. <laughs> 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 okay, Eric, Erica Bromley. Never. Okay, put keep your face right about there. And then like put, so half of it is in the frame. My God, Jan, half? I'm doing the exact same thing the entire time I've been watching this. this. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Okay. I have an idea. Like the two Ron Silvers and Time Top. Oh. 
I have an idea for 94. In honor of the 30th anniversary of the Major League Baseball strike, we end it early, like, and we just, like, let everybody down for the end of the <laughs> Oh. I'm used to doing that, so I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the backup. Maybe to Thanks emulate to that famous football strike, we all hire scabs to do our tweeting for us <laughs> for the last two movies of the season, and we go to a restaurant and eat. I Can it be Portillo's, please? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say you called Shane Falco or Edie Falco? Either one could play for me. <laughs> but in the mech suit from Avatar drinking coffee. Holding the coffee. <laughs> this is what it looks like. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movie stories of the year that she had filmed her stuff so long ago. She thought the movie had come out already and not been a success. <laughs> that happened last How year. How could it not be a success? What? Because There's she worked only a couple tree. days it on it. Had two different colors of Navi in it. Guys, we are so boring that Rob is now playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Can you play uh the crow guitar solo speaking of 94, Rob? It's just uh, JB can attest to the fact that the crawl song that's been played most in our house for the last few weeks is just me going around yelling it's a glaive it's a glaive you find it in a cave <laughs> i have been i it's don't know weird, why like the whole setup for the glaive is like you got to find that you have to go on a quest and you have to find this magical weapon and he's like got it climbs a mountain for 20 minutes sticks his hand <laughs> in lava he's like fuck yeah i got the glaive <laughs> there it is yes. baby this was sent to us in our fun pack from the bots. Yes. yes. Along with the soundtrack to Valley Girl. Is it like, is it like Sure. Erica, now I'm addicted to doing shrinky dinks. All I want to do is shrinky dinks. I was going to ask you, did you make these with shrinky dinks? Yes, I did. It was very big. And then she put it in the toaster oven <laughs> and it was like the magical shrinking machine. Yeah. So cool. Mm. I'm going to get it tatted. Right up here. Honestly, I thought, you know, this would make a good tattoo, right? You want to be the number one crawl fan? Now, now I am. You already have lower lower back. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Um, you want me to read things from the comments? People what, are just, just talking. Are there questions? Um, or... Well, people are excited about 1994. Okay. People are Good. telling me that Hoop Dreams is very long. I know, but it's worth it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll play it at this movie, Buzz. If you're doing <laughs> only long movies from now on. Hour. Yes. <laughs> Start with Dr. Chicago. Um, there's a there's a question up up on the list from Luke C. He said he asked which set would we uh, have had love to go visit Ooh. from these six movies. Ooh. It's the uh, matte painting of the Leaning Tower of Pisa from Superman <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Superman Three. Superman Three. Good. Forest Moon of Endor. That's where you live. I'll go to the I weird place. Live in California. Doug says it was filmed here, so maybe I will go visit it. Want to go visit it? We're oh. going. <laughs> um, <Sorry. laughs> um, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Robin. 
Oh, no, I was saying I'd visit that weird um, beast cave thing that Liza was stuck in for the whole time, that, like, Dolly painting that she was stuck in the entire time. Yeah. I, I, still, there. I still contend it was, like, a giant monster vagina thing. <laughs> it was like a skeleton. That's right? what the word crow means in Dutch. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I learned that from Pitch Perfect. When Randy and Julie go on their little montage date, I was like keeping mental score of which of those places were still open and which weren't. Jan <laughs> thinks Dupar's closed. Because I've actually been there for breakfast. Yeah, we've been Jake to took me. But what, Patrick, did you did you hear it closed? Yeah, someone on Twitter said, I've been to that Dupar's, but it's closed. Hmm. Yeah, that it was a great breakfast place. But a whole bunch of the other places they show during that montage are still a going concern. Nice. Okay, Brombot summer trip to all the places from Valley Girl. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> you said Brombots. We're not invited, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Brombotino sounds anyway. really good. Brombotino. Brombotino. Brombotino sounds like the generic pizza roll you find at Aldi's. <laughs> Brombotino sounds like the guy that beat me up in high school. <laughs> oh. Oh. Patrick, what was your favorite movie? My favorite movie of the day? Yeah, you didn't say. I didn't? No. Oh. Hmm. Way to put me Speak on the spot. Now. A-hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, you keep your cards close to the chats. <laughs> very mysterious. Yeah. Terribly I mysterious. Feel like, I feel like the most joy was springing forth from everyone down here and everyone on Twitter during Valley Girl. I think everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I loved? Every time a boob popped up in Valley Girl, Twitter went wild. Everyone pointed out, there's a boob, boob, boob. You know why? It you was know why? Four PG movies and then Valley Girl. And it was yeah. like, finally. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and but then the on, pizza guy came at the wrong moment. Oh, <laughs> I was upstairs and they couldn't pause it for me. No, Erica, it wasn't just a pizza guy. It was everything. You missed every one of them. I know, I know. <laughs> you, uh, we just scream out, scream out boobs and you just hear a muffled Erica voice from upstairs being like, no. <laughs> I, once attended, I once attended something from some exploitation producer. And I think, Patrick, it might have been Charles Band, but yes. don't quote me. Or that other guy. <laughs> And he said, I want to get this right. The pizza guy came at the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. That was one thing he said, I remembered. But the other thing was, he said, nudity. Nudity is the most affordable special effect (laughs) in movies. That was the quote. Yeah, that was Charles Band right before he tried to get someone naked on stage during the most uncomfortable moment uh, of my life. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not confusing uh, Band with someone else. Band is, you and I saw him. Yeah. And I saw him at Wonderfest. And okay. he's this he's this con man, but he makes these movies. You I would like. say genius, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like Band. Music good, too. <laughs> it's just i think i told you this he was supposed to have all this wonderful stuff at wonderfest one year but it didn't show up 
So he was going to go ahead and do the show without all the stuff that would make it a show and sort of walk us through it. And it was it was a terrible disappointment. I remember he did a panel at Flashback one year and like nobody he was like talking to the audience and doing crowd work, but nobody was answering any of his questions. And it felt like the end scene of Wolf of Wall Street where Jordan Belfort was like, sell me this. (laughs) Sell me this puppet master. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Molly asked, which yeah. which movie will we watch first? Like, watch again first, rewatch again. Valley Girl. You do, you do know Valley Girl. Mister Mom. War Games. Valley Girl. I'll watch it with you. We own it. <laughs> Rob, which movie would you watch? I didn't hear you. Return of the Jet. Oh. Oh, because you're going to watch the D special oh, yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> which is actually we've been over this, folks. Don't <laughs> <laughs> make me incriminate myself again. Wait, I hear sirens. The FBI is at Rob's house. <laughs> the fine is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> wouldn't steal a car. I want our, um, I love it. Charlie was at a birthday party during Valley Girl, and he missed it. And I think he'd like it. I think Rob is going to get a big gulp tomorrow and then be pushed in somebody's van. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, what about you? What are you going to watch next? Yeah, but I'll have a big gulp. So this is true. Well, they took Um, his big gulp away, though. Do I get one? I'll probably end up watching Jedi the soonest. Um, I actually not intentionally, but caught Jedi was on television this past week, and so I was like, oh, and then I. Watch it for 10 minutes and then I stopped because I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it on Saturday. So what am I doing? <laughs> it'll it'll probably be Jedi. <laughs> I did. Oh, I've never seen this movie before. Yeah. <laughs> like a puppet show. So I have a question. Um, did anybody see Return of the Jedi in theaters like right when it came out? Was it liked at the time or was it seen as like step down from Empire Strikes Back even then? Um, my problem is I was like five, so yeah. I took a poll, but I was, <laughs> was kind of like goo goo gaga. Adam Jan was remembering earlier this week that there were a number of films that the Friday they opened, mm-hmm. there were lines around the original Woodfield theaters, and okay. you have to wait for a very long time in line. One year, I forget what movie it was. <laughs> Someone in line nicely remembered to bring the question box from Trivial Pursuit and sort of had this big game of Trivial Pursuit going while people waited. But Jan and I couldn't remember which of those lines we waited in. We thought it might be Jedi, which was 83, but mm-hmm. I I don't think it was Jedi. But okay. Jedi was phenomenally popular, okay. just off the charts, just... Yeah lines around the building for weeks well that's the one where crowd is his father right erica (laughs) (laughs) so non-movie related rob um at one point you did uh tweet out that you were were getting a bit tipsy did you get full drunk during any of these movies or (laughs) oh no we had to control it (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't. I can't, guys. I don't. I can't do that anymore. I really, 
I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like fatherhood or I'm really not sure. No, I'm genuinely not sure. And I say that as I sip a little a little rum and seltzer here. Um, I, I I can't. I have not been I have not been like all the way and like I mean my son is eight years old, probably eight years. Uh, it's it's just wow. I don't know I don't know if it's that. I don't know what the last it is. time you went all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reserved seating um in May. Good night, I'm everybody. Tip your waiter. Episode, and it's called All the Way May. The answer is no, no, no. I did not quite I did no. not I did not quite go that far. No, okay, okay. okay. Well, it, makes, it, makes my, it makes my tumbly rumbly. <laughs> plus it's so late you don't need to be like making yourself more tired already you know right mm. oh my gosh i would fall if we were drinking i'd be asleep uh, for yeah. sure this movie fest like drink party i didn't fall asleep at all today usually there's like a like a little 10 minute snooze somewhere in there right yeah rosie did it for you yes yeah rosie did take a little snooze right in the middle During of the Pond, right? yeah. yeah midday nap yeah <laughs> uh anything else that we want to say before we sign off here yeah we want to say that we love everyone yes that's what i want to say i need to say two things one uh that i love everyone who tweeted along with us today who was uh so kind to to give us your time and to watch movies with us we're very fortunate that so many people want to participate in this goofy event and two I need to thank everybody at F this movie for like crushing it this week with all the 1983 coverage. Uh, it was all super entertaining and great to go back and revisit so many of these movies. So thank you to everyone on the zoom for being awesome. I try. Thank you, Patrick, for yeah, inventing you, a holiday for us to share all the movie love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there, I've seen, there's always tweets about um, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be it's so boring. Watch Return of the Jedi <laughs> special is the answer. Um a couple <laughs> people said that they have like two-day rentals for some of these, so they're definitely gonna watch them tomorrow. No, no, but it really does feel like my, of course Bob, I have a million things to do tomorrow. Out. But it Guys, always come over. Feel come, o- come over. If you're on Twitter right now, if you're watching this, just come over. I'm gonna be watching <laughs> we'll watch Star Wars. Hey, I'm hopping on a plane. It'll we'll only take six Star hours. Wars. Empire yeah. guys. Do you know how good Empire is? Have you ever seen Empire? It rules. It's so good. It's so good. There's if a anyone's, planet. If anyone's looking for something to do tomorrow, the Fathom Event Classic screening this month is Casablanca, and it's it it's in it's in movie theaters. Oh, stop it! It's in movie theaters tomorrow and Wednesday. John, does does Casablanca have Ewoks? Uh, does a, a little a little one yes that's what we call nazis jan does it have italians oh erica yes. you at you said what do people do tomorrow am i the only one who spends some time tomorrow will spend some time going back and liking a whole bunch yeah. more tweets i try to catch up i try to show as much love and as i can yep i love it Wait, can everybody just hold on a second? And if anyone who's watching, if you could just like distract yourselves and um, I just need a private moment, if that's okay. Um, when are we doing the secret seventh movie? <laughs> <laughs> Erica, it's tomorrow and tomorrow? it's Casablanca. Okay. <laughs> this is the secret seventh movie. Oh. Hey. Oh. We are- this is 
this is the other great thing about being in Chicago besides the pizza and the hot dogs is I've got cashmere Pulaski day off on Monday. Nice. Yeah. Bunch of people staring at me like, what the hell? No one knows what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Star Wars character? He he was an (laughs) army guy who helped George Washington. Yeah, I think it's this guy, Rob. I think you guys just made that up, frankly. (laughs) Uh, I think we also should thank Eric for composing an amazing theme song for us this year. Uh, I don't know if we'll get so good or not, but it was so so good. Yeah, really catchy. If you didn't listen to it, and um, thank you, Eric. You always do amazing themes for us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else, or should we? I don't know. Um, movie love for movie lovers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pizza. Pizza. pizza, pizza. Thanks for listening to FS Movie.